BTB, we're back. Uh, two episodes every week. Don't forget that. Thursday night special right now. We got a special guest coming up, right? I'm with my boy, Deej. What's going on, boys? I'm with my boy, Rob. BT boy, BTB boys are cooking. We're ready to go. We're buzzing. Uh, oh, yeah. Special special guest episode coming up tonight. Uh, we're going to talk about college basketball, college football picks, and then our NFL Sunday slate. Uh, also, two games on Saturday for NFL. Don't forget that. It's that time of the year, baby. We're going to have more locks. Uh, I'm excited. Don't forget, two episodes a week starting now. Let's hey, get don't forget. Subscribe. Rate us five stars, baby. All we are is five stars. Like five-star recruits out here. ESPN That's 100, we're number one, two, and three in the country. That's all. <laughs> All right, we're back. We're going to get into our college football picks first off. Uh, big week, championship weekend is how it goes, is how we started off. Bowl week, baby. Not any, oh, Lots not of championship bowl. games. Not Is it? It's not no, bowl. No, not bowl week. I'm not bowl. yet. Not yet. Nah. Championship season. Championship. Then we get into bowl. I'm getting too antsy. I'm too gritty. I'm ready for bowl week. This is when everything starts, right? All the championship games, this is what causes problems. You oh, got man. those undefeated teams that they may lose now. So this is going to get interesting. Yep. Uh, we got full games on Friday, full games on Saturday, a couple games Sunday. It's a mess. A lot going on. Uh, Rob, what do you like tomorrow, which is Friday? What do you like? Um, I actually love Buffalo. You look at this game. I mean, big Mac guys. We're huge. We've been Mac guys since the first week that it started. Love Mac. Mac is back in action. You know what I'm saying? So, like, back back. Buffalo, you look at Buffalo, they are just a ground and pound team. They know how to win games, and they blow teams out. Ready? 49-30, 42-10, 42-17, 70-41, 56-7. So they just blow teams out. They're 5-0 and going into the Maxion Championship. I don't see it stopping anytime soon against Ball State. So I love Buffalo. And then Me neither. You know what? I'll, I'm just going to piggyback on you real yeah. quick. Buffalo is – you can never go wrong. They don't belong in the Maxion. They don't. Oh. They're a real football team. They're, they're an actual football team. They're not a joke to play around with. And I'll tell you what, that kid, would he have eight touchdowns? Bro, it was actually insane. Something like that, bro. I wish you could go on his player props. That's, that's the team you bet on. I'll tell he you that He had it much. in the first quarter. Bro, literally, it was insane. Right now, let's, let's see what this guy did. I'm going to carry off Rob, yeah. and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take touchdowns. Buffalo, too, as well, while we're at it. Minus 13. I'm telling you tomorrow. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Start your weekend right with Buffalo. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm just going to say another game that I like right off the bat. Just looking at it, I, I love this over for the Pac-12 championship. Oregon, UNC, 63 and a half. I absolutely love that over. I don't know. It just I'm caught my eye as soon as I saw it, 63 and a half for a Pac-12 championship. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm taking that. I'm biting all over that thing, 63 and a half. I'm taking that over. Yeah, that's going to be an exciting game to see. I mean, USC is 5-0, and right? Some people are talking about them in the – in the bowl conversation with the, in the championship, but I mean, they've only played five games. So what are you really thinking about that for? Mm-hmm. I think they're three and two against the spread Oregon's two and three against the spread. So in this case, I, with a minus three line, I think I'm just going to go with USC. I think I take them to the win and uh, it's going to be more than a field goal. I'm just curious. Yeah, you know, it's so funny. Hmm? 
That was cracking up as we're talking, and I just don't know what was funny. I got a funny ass text. Is it my overpick? No, no. You shit yourself. No, I got a funny text. I got a funny text. Disregard that. Um, you know Let's what? Let's hear I the text. Let's hear it. <laughs> Let's hear the shit. My boy goes, yo, I, I bet Kansas live too, right? He goes, yo, let's go. I'm, I'm, I'm hyped. And then he goes, oh no, I had them win in the second half. He goes, I'm done. I don't want to bet anymore. I'm slitting my throat. I'm done. I'm finished. I was just crying. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, we'll go ahead. Gambling okay. karma is real, baby. <laughs> Shout out Naj. So <laughs> the Oregon, right? The Oregon USC game. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is a weird pick. And I'm telling you, the line is so low. Vegas is asking you to bite on USC. That yep. perfect record. It looks so good. Give me Oregon. Give me those ducks. Give me those ducks. I'm taking the Whack. ducks. That's yeah, my you, pick. On the, you know the what's Pac-12 crazy, though, about, about this Pac-12? Is that Oregon has the fourth best record in the Pac-12. So, however they got into the, the Pac-12 championship, COVID. Is crazy. A lot of teams at COVID. I know. Yeah, yeah. What, are the, what are the other teams? They don't have five it's, wins it's, of games. Uh, well, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Washington's three and one, and Colorado's three and one. That's so it. Now, yeah, I, I actually heard that Colorado was supposed to play Oregon, I believe, this weekend, but somebody somebody won a game, and then Colorado was now stranded in a bus because their game got canceled with Oregon because now Oregon's in the Pac-12 championship. So now they're just stranded oh. in the middle of nowhere on a bus. It's crazy. That's the last wow. So, so I feel bad for Colorado. Yes, and they're three and one, so like they're not a bad team. Like they should be in the Pac-12 championship. They're twenty-five games. Yeah, that. I don't know why that line's three though. I don't. I doesn't make any sense. Especially that's that. That's that Vegas hook. I don't. That doesn't make sense to me, boys. But but Deej, what was your pick? USC. Yeah, I, t- I still took USC. I just think they're a good, well-rounded team this year. Right. And then you got the over over there. I do. I do have the over. Dar dar dar. <laughs> All right. So you know what we'll do. Since it's, you know, it's a special weekend with all these championship games. Yes. We'll go to each championship game. We'll tell our three picks. We'll go by each game. I actually love that. I don't mind that at all. Let's do it. Do like that. It. And you tell us who you like. Let's do it. You guys want to start? You want to start with the what? The Big Ten? Uh, well, there's one. What is it? One more on Friday? Yeah. There, there's, see here. there is one more Friday. It's Nebraska Rutgers. So, like, Wait a second. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Sorry, I'm sorry. It's the CUSCA Coastal Mar- uh, UAB Marshall. It's the championship game nobody cares about. Hey, exactly. I, I went right past it. I'd say, you know, nobody cares about it. I went right past it. Exactly. Yo, you thought you saw Marshall was a 23-point favorite last week, and they yeah, didn't they put a point, I think? Annihilated. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I told everyone to take them, too. So, <laughs> to, to, to piggyback off that, I'm taking Marshall. Minus four and a half in this game. Yeah, absolutely. You get, you got to take you got to take Marshall after not scoring a point. They'll probably score sixty five. So well, they're seven and one. They're a good team. Their quarterback was out. That's why. Like out of nowhere, he just wasn't playing. They're back, the back up through five six interceptions. Five, 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 like that. Exactly. So like now they're coming back. They got humiliated. They see this all over Twitter, Instagram. And they go, "Ha, Marshall's a joke." These guys are coming out. They might they might win by freaking 55, 56 points so in the first back. quarter. In the first quarter, yeah. The yeah. QB's coming out, the backup's going to come in, and then he's going to wreck UAB because he's going to be like, ah, who's, who's funny now, huh? Not me. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think they went by a landslide. I think that line's low, too. It's, it's strange to me. Yep. It definitely is. 
Even the Buffalo line, I think it should be like 30. It's no, yeah. Oh, yeah, I agree. And they're blowing out. I mean, it's a little exaggerated, but I mean, come on. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, that's what, that's Friday. Uh, that takes us. That takes us to Saturday, right? The big day. Big Saturday. So Saturday's, you know, obviously the biggest day. It's college football day, obviously. A lot of big games. A ton. A ton, boys. A ton. So make a break. All right. Let's start off. Let's go with this one. Everybody's favorite, the fan favorite, Coastal Carolina, the fan favorite. Who doesn't like me some Coastal, right? Big game. They're playing in the Sun Belt Championship game. They're playing Lafayette. The Raging Cajuns. Great, great team name. I love it. Now, remember, they, they played them already. Yes, sir. They did. They did. What do you guys think? Deej, what, what, what do you think in this game? This, this spreads minus three Coastal. Over on this 55. Yeah. So, based off of the last week, right, I told everyone take Coastal with the spread, and they didn't cover it for only the second time this year. They're 8-2-1 against the spread this year. The spread's only three this time. I mean, the Raging Cajuns are 9-1 on the season, but they're only 5-5 five and five against the spread. You know what that tells me? You take the team that covers more. You take Coastal Carolina, minus three. You take the points. And I think you take the over in this, too. I like that. I don't mind that. I like the over. Yes. Um, this is what I'm gonna say. I have a I have a tough time taking teams, especially in the same conference, that are equally as good. I feel like when they play again for a second time, you think they I split. can't take the same team? Is what I'm saying. I feel like there's always that split. There's always that split. Right. I feel like everybody's gonna be on coastal. I'm going to go Coastal. I'm going to go Coastal. Yeah. I'm just going to go Coastal. Boys, I'm just going to do it. I mean, you can't, you can't take Lafayette. Come on. Coastal's a covering yeah. machine. So They got a good name, Raging Cajuns, but they, they don't have Coastal, the team to be But Coastal. I don't like it. I'll tell you that. I don't like it. I don't love it. Yeah. I, see, this is tough for me, too, because like you look at this and, like like Dev said, two two good teams in the same conference. How can you take the same team twice in a row? Like You know what I mean? Like I feel like they had to split. And I I love Coastal. I think they're a very good football team. But I'm taking Lafayette. The reason I'm switching. The re- nope, nope. You know what? I'm not switching. I'm not. <laughs> it's Coastal's year. I'm staying. I'm staying Coastal. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm staying. I'm staying. See, to me, Coastal, like I said, Coastal's a good team. But clearly Lafayette's a good team too. They're both ranked in the top 20, 12 and 19. It's not like they're both, it's not like Coastal's ranked 10 and Lafayette's not ranked and they're a good team. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so obviously they're both good teams. Yeah. Coastal, I I think is just bound to lose a game. Like they're just bound to lose. No, they're, they're, they're not perfect. No. Whether it's this week or next week in their bowl game, I think they lose one of those games. I just think this is the week that they lose that one game. So I'm taking Lafayette money line. I'm not even taking the points. I think they lose this week. So Lafayette money line is what I like. Over under, if I had to pick, I'm taking the over. Yeah, if I had to pick, I'd take the over too. The game's actually play; it's played in Coastal again. Yes. So mm-hmm. in the regular season, it's in Coastal too. So right. Uh, I know they will have fans a ton. Yes. That plays a factor. Yep. Who knows? So there's that pick on, on that game. That should be a great game. I, I don't really see a blowout either side. Mm-hmm. Let's go to this game. Big Ten Championship game. A I'm excited. A lot of noise. A lot of and noise. I got a crazy pick for it too. Uh, Ohio State minus 21, over under 57 and a half. Uh, Deej, thoughts? 
All right, so I, I like Ohio State this year a lot. I mean, props to Jeremy Ruckert. You know, he's a Long Island boy, so I'm really rooting for him over at uh, OSU. But uh, – and I like Justin Fields too. However, I'm looking at Northwestern's record against the spread, 5-1-1. One, and one. Ohio State's record against the spread, 3-2. and two. This line sitting now over there at 20, if you were to buy it at 21, you got yourself a ball game here, and I think that's a good pick, honestly. 21's a lot when it comes down to a Big Ten championship. These teams are going to be playing their best football of the year. They know this is the last game they got pretty much beside their bowl game because Northwestern's probably going to get a bowl game as well. But this is really their last time to show out against a rival. I say Northwestern can cover this. I say they lose by 17, 14 to 17 range. I agree. I agree. I mean, you said everything I would say. Um, Big Ten championship game, 21 points. Northwestern, just like Coastal Carolina, having a year they haven't had like ever. What are you laughing at over there? <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm just listening, just listening, observing. <laughs> you laughing at, bro? <laughs> I'm gonna, all right. <laughs> I'm gonna go Northwestern. I'm taking those points because, uh, like Deed said, the three and two Ohio State against the spread. Yeah, why do you think that is? Because every game they play is like minus forty five and a half. So exactly. I mean, yeah, win, but. It's tough to win by 25 million touchdowns. Okay, I'm gonna take Northwestern. I feel like they're a gritty team. They, yo, they love to just punt, punt, punt. I, maybe they get some stops. Yeah, exactly. maybe it's a punting game. Who knows? I like the under too. Give me the under. What do you got, Smiley? I fucking love Ohio State. <laughs> I fucking love Ohio State more than anything. Let me tell you why. <laughs> From what you just said, right? You said the reason that they don't cover spreads is because it's 45 always. Their spread is always 45. This is probably the lowest spread they're going to have all year, other than when they get into the playoff after they win this. Oh, that Indiana game. Oh, yeah. It was like 14. Yeah, whatever it was. But <clears throat> looking at who Northwestern's played, they haven't played anybody up to Ohio State's caliber yet. Maryland sucks. Iowa is not good. Nebraska stinks. Purdue stinks. Wisconsin's who, awful this year. Ohio State played? Doesn't matter. Ohio State's Ohio State. I'm just giving you their hardest I'm, competition was probably Indiana and my boy Michael Penix. Right. I'm just Michael Penix. I'm Penix. just giving you who Northwestern's played, and Indiana's a great team. So, and Maryland is coming off Maryland. Jesus Christ. Northwestern just lost to Michigan State. Michigan State sucks this year. But so here's why I'm taking Ohio State, other than the fact that it's a 21 point spread and it's probably the lowest they had, other than Indiana. Everybody's saying that Ohio State does not deserve to get into the playoff because they played five games. Oh, so, I think they're in. What? I definitely think they get in. No, right. And you're one of very few people that think that. So here goes Rob. Ready? They have to win by a lot. No, I, they do. And they're going to. I. That's not true. No, they, they're going to. I, I, if I'm, if, but I would buy it down to like 19 and a half in case they kick that. They win by 20 two field goals after the two touchdowns. But I think they went big here to prove that they belong in the playoff after people saying they shouldn't be in with five five games played. They're proving that they're when you say, when you say win big. Yes. Well how many points is win big? Five more than twenty one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey you I, like the over or the under? Ooh, I like the over just because I think that Ohio State's gonna come out balling and I think Northwestern has a couple touchdowns. So over 57 and a half, I take. I like the under. 
Yeah, yeah, I do too, honestly. I don't, I don't think the Northwestern's offense can really move it against Ohio State's defense this year. They're pretty good, especially in the front four. Yeah, no, no, they, they literally – they have I, – I heard someone say, like, literally the best defense in, in the league besides Notre Dame. Like, they – Ohio State or Northwestern? Northwestern, before they played Michigan State, though. But Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, every game they play is mostly just punt, 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 punt. But you're thinking about it too. You have the best one of the best quarterbacks in the nation, top two. So they're gonna punt and give Justin Fields a ball every single possession. Yeah, I think you gotta take Ohio State. I think they're gonna score. They're not not gonna score. You know what I mean? So let Northwestern punt. Let let Justin Fields get the ball. Honestly, give me a game of field positions. Yeah, everything kind of points to the you know go go for Ohio State. I mean, you don't you don't make money betting against them, but that's kind of the sole reason why I'm I'm on the other side here. Yeah. If Northwestern can move the ball, get the chains going a little bit, and keep the clock going, that's the only way they cover the spread is if they have the possession a little bit more than they, yeah, you would anticipate them to. Oh, exactly. Uh, I think there's literally no shot they win the game, though. But no, 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 no. no. You don't no take way. a money line plus eight hundred. No way. Unless unless Justin Fields gets injured in like the first play, right? And then their backup gets injured the second play. Yeah, because they probably got somebody just as good. Yeah, always. Um. All right, next, we got the Big 12 championship game. Another good game. Oklahoma. I hate this game. They're ranked 10th. I like this game a lot. And they're going to Iowa State, who's ranked 6th. The spread is minus 5.5 for Oklahoma, over Mm -hmm. on the 58.5. Rob, we'll go back to you. All right. I love Oklahoma, uh, minus 5.5. I think Iowa State is – I don't think they're the number six team in the country. I think that they're so overrated, honestly. Oklahoma came out very soft, very, very, very soft. I think it's an understatement. But Spencer Spencer Rattler is now back. He's gone in the football now. I think they win by 10. I think it's going to be an, like a close game, but that five and a half I love. So I'm taking uh, Oklahoma minus five and a half. But the game's in Texas, in Arlington. Where the boys should be playing. That's the Red River rivalry. That's like a tongue twister. The Red River rivalry. That game goes over it, every single time. Oklahoma loves Texas. So I'm taking Oklahoma minus five and a half and over 50 and a half. I'm a big over right now, apparently. But love Oklahoma, like the over. Okay. Interesting. Deej? See, I'm re- I hate having to watch this game. I'm going to hate watching it because, you know, my – Everyone knows, huge Texas guy. It kills me to see that uh, we're not going to be in it. Heartbreaking loss to Iowa State for Texas, and we aren't that good this year, honestly. I had to say it now, the fact that our season's pretty much over. Iowa State, I really don't like them as a team. They got a really good running back um, and a good defense. However, Spencer Rattler, since his, I'd say, third game he settled in, he started moving the ball. I liked him from from QB1, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm going to go Oklahoma. I hate Oklahoma so much, but if I got to give a pick, going minus five and a half. I think this game goes to OT and they win with a touchdown late minute. I like that. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I, I like, like I like the over, like Rob said, uh, that these teams like scoring points. Iowa State's defense ain't that, it ain't that good like they used to be in the early in the season. Over. Um, first, I'm going to take the under. A lot of points. It is. I know it's big 12, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take the under just because both of you guys have the over, and here's the other thing: both of you guys have Oklahoma. I have here listed. I have Oklahoma too, but for both of you guys saying you have Oklahoma, 
it does make this pick a little shady. I don't know. It makes me want to jump ship a little bit because we all know, I mean, gambling, when everybody has the same pick, it's a little oh, sus. Oh, my God. When everyone has the same pick. Someone it's a little sus. Yep. Don't you hate when, what is it, Fox, when they Fox. all have the same? Fox, they ABC, know, ESPN, it doesn't the, matter. They all have it. You see the same logo under Fucking every Motherfucker. Of course. You, I, you, would think, I you would think that last guy would just be like, yeah, I'm just going to take the other team. Why yeah. Why not? Why not? What do you have to lose? Okay. Anyways, uh, here's the problem I have with Iowa State. Ranked sixth? Are you kidding me? Not deserving. Yep. Yo, sh- should be 16th or 26th or something like that. Yeah. Sixth? Guess who they lost to in the beginning of the season? Talk to me. Lafayette. Yeah. Yeah. The Raging Cajuns, baby. Yeah. And then their second loss is Oklahoma State. So, I mean, it's not like they're crazy losses like Alabama right. and, and, like, Florida or somebody. I know it's the Big 12, but, I mean, yeah, come on. Also, they already beat Oklahoma this year, so I think Oklahoma comes out strong. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are going to see this line. And I they're like going to say, wow, yeah. Oklahoma uh, – Iowa State is ranked sixth, and they're getting five and a half points. I see popular uh, demand on Iowa State, and I think that the team that people aren't going to bet on is going to be Oklahoma this time. Yeah, no, I agree. And Rob just said, uh, I didn't know, Iowa State already beat them. So mm-hmm. that, that makes me want to pick Oklahoma even more then. So I'm going to take the Sooners. <clears throat> Give me them. Uh, five and a half. Maybe I'll get to four and a half. Is I don't know. Could be a little closer than we think. What else we got? We got the big dog. ACC championship game. Yeah, this one. Huge game. Huge game. Yo, all right. Yeah. We got to talk about this for a little bit. Deej, talk to me. We got Clemson minus 10. The over on this 60 and a half. Yeah, I know. That's a lot. That's OD. Talk to me. And um, I'm staying away from the over under because I really don't know what to expect out of Clemson's defense. Because I know Ian Brooks can, can score that rock. But with Trevor Lawrence on the field this time going up against Notre Dame, I see Clemson coming out with a dub. And I really am scared of the 10 and a half line. I'd buy it down to a full point of nine and a half. And I would take Clemson nine and a half because I really like the Tigers this year. I don't see them losing this game considering the fact that uh, they lose. I don't think they're getting into the net, into the playoff and they need this bad. I see them minus nine and a half as a, as a clean play. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm yeah, on top of that. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead. Yeah. No, I just, I just wanted to say if, if Clemson loses, they're definitely out. That's all. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They're, they're going to play their hearts out. Trevor Lawrence's last game. Before Even if they lose by like a Lawrence. tiny bit. Yeah. Yeah. You, you and he lost their Go first. That would be my idea. Oh, uh, well, who you got? You got Clemson? What's your name? What do you got? He's basing, you guys are basing your picks off each other, huh? I, I already know who I have. I, I'll, I'll say. No, it. I already know who I have. All right. Ready? On three. Go ready? ahead. One. Three. Oh, yeah. Yeah, two. Yeah. One. Know your name? The Fighting Irish, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the Fighting Irish. Oh, yeah. All right. So, yo, 10 points. They're a fucking great team all around. Offense, defense. I love the Irish. I love them this That's year. Okay. Obviously undefeated. Beat Clemson in a hard-fought game, obviously without Trevor Lawrence. In double OT. No one thought they were going to win once they went to OT. Still won. Love Notre Dame. Everybody thinks Clemson's winning the game. Probably covering. I'm taking Notre Dame. I might sprinkle a little money line. I think I might. I think I might. I think I might. Listen, 
the whole college world needs Clemson in there for a better, you know, maybe a third game with Notre Dame, you know, maybe an Alabama game. More money. Well, Absolutely sometimes it doesn't always happen, boys. Yep. Look out for the Irish. Look out. It's in I really NBA wonder. Too. I really I do wonder if Clemson wins this game, which I might that's my pick. If they're gonna be three and then Notre Dame and Clemson end up playing a second time in a row. I wonder how the uh, playoff matchup would end up being. Yeah, that would, that's true. That would be weird. I don't think I'd like that, but I'm going to take Notre Dame. I don't want to see them face twice points? back to back. Ten and a half points? Just, just give me it, and then I'll watch a good game, hopefully. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the over-under, too. I'm going to go to. I'm gonna go with the under. I think if it goes over, it's an OT. I mean, that's yeah. 60 points? Come on. Defense. Go ahead, Rob. Yeah, uh, fighting Irish all day long. Deb pretty much said everything I wanted to say. Um, Notre Dame, I think this is their year, to be honest. I think this is their year that they, they get into the playoff, they lose, they miss the playoff because they lose the ACC championship. Whatever it is, I think this is the fighting Irish's year. I don't care if Trevor Lawrence is back. Yes, he's a dog. I understand that. He's probably the best quarterback in the nation. He's going to go number one overall of the Jets. We all know that already. But Notre Dame, like I said, this is their year. 10 points when they already beat Clemson, the number two ranked team in the country, proving, like I said, that this is their year. They cover that spread 10 times out of 10. 10, 10 times out of 10. So I love the fighting Irish. Over under, I would probably stay away just because you never know like, what the hell's going to go on with these points. It could be freaking 42 or 35. Like, I have no idea. But if I had a guess, I'm going to pick the under because that's too many points for me with the Notre Dame defense. So, but I, lo- I love the Fighting Irish here, plus 10. I, I, bro, I love the Irish. I, they're, they're an all-around team. Like, Clemson's a little shaky on D. So, yeah, they did the points. Yeah. So, give me the Fighting Irish. I love the Fighting Irish. Love the fighting I'm Irish. Irish, baby. Yeah. Next game. Let's go to the SEC. Let's go down south. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alabama. Florida. Minus 17. Alabama's minus 17. Oh, yeah. Over under, huge. It's fucking. Nuts. Are you guys ready for this? <laughs> what is it seventy three? It's seventy four and a half. <laughs> Holy shit! Holy shit! It's like a fucking basketball game, bro. Yo, that might be one. Of... I might take the over. I might just say I'll take the over. Holy shit! Um, I'll go first. I don't really know about this game, boys, but this is kind of the theme I'm going with here. I'm just taking the points this weekend. I'm hoping for a bunch of good games. I'm, I'm just going to take Florida plus 17. Uh, it's risky because Bama's just been absolutely decimating people. So I'm kind of hoping they have one close game, one scary game, let's say. Um, so, so give me Florida. And I didn't know the over-under was that high. I thought it was going to be in the 60s. So just give, give me the under. If I'm taking the points, give me the under. Yeah, fair. Jesus Christ. That's insane. I'm going to swing the opposite. <clears throat> Jesus Christ. The opposite way. Um, I think Florida is just done. Like, after that loss to LSU, I think that this is just a mop-up game. They're done. They're just going out there. They're lucky to be in the SEC championship as it is. I think they're going out there just trying to have fun, honestly. Trying to get some draft stock. Even if they win, like, they're not making it to the playoff. And Here's I think- the thing I have with that, though. What? Here's the thing I want to say about that. Go ahead. Their season's done, right? It could be. Yeah, I know what you're going to say. Yeah. If they beat Alabama, are they in? No, 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 no. I thought that's what you were going to say. Well, they rank seventh, boys. So I don't know about that. Maybe, but here's what I'm gonna say: 
What do they have to lose? That's true. Let's just ruin Alabama's year and let's just fucking go all out. Yeah. And that's you can look at it from both ways. Yeah, exactly. I'm looking, you're looking at it from the one way, right? And I'm on the other way is that right. Florida's dumb. They don't really care. And I think no. Alabama wants that one seed for whoever that who's gonna be the four seed. I think they want to be that one seed no matter what, because Alabama always is like, we want that one seed. We're the best team. Yeah, that's saving for you. You know, so I think they come out and I think they blow out Florida. But so like I said, I'm taking Alabama, but this over under is so fucking high. But I'm taking the over. The uh-huh. reason being, if I'm taking those points with Alabama, Florida's offense is still good, especially if Kyle Pitts plays, which I don't know why. That was what my question was. Is Kyle Pitts playing? Yeah, I don't know why he didn't play last week. They said rest, apparently, or injury, whatever. Hope they thought they were going to win that game versus LSU so he could be rested for Bama, I guess. Exactly. But like I'm saying, if I'm taking the points, Florida's offense is going to have to put up points as well. So I'm taking the over 74. It's going to be insanely high, insanely high scoring game. But Alabama and the over. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to ride off you with that. I'm going to end up taking Bama. I think they win by 21, at least, honestly. And for me, this over-under really depends if Kyle Pitts plays. Because that, that Florida offense, it was shown, they don't move the ball the same without him. And which really, is they, they still put up 34 points. Exactly. Now, they they obvi- I think they obviously win that game versus LSU mm-hmm. with Pitts. Because I think he draws two defenders to him now every single time. Mm-hmm. However... The reason I'm taking Bama is because they have everything to lose. Florida, like everyone says, they have nothing to lose. However, there might be some players. Little Birdie told me might be some players on that Florida O line and defense that are sitting out this game to boost up their draft stock. So they don't want to look bad in any game. And a lot of players really? do that. They they rest the end of the season when they know it's not going to mean anything. And they just have their pro day. Without any game, it's against Alabama because Alabama's – Exactly. Be- you don't want to get embarrassed. Yeah. They're going to win by 21-plus. Yeah. Well, you hate, to, you hate to see that or hear that, so. Yeah. Unfortunately. Well, that's tough. That's tough for us. <laughs> yeah. It's like, now what? Like, which, I don't know. Now yeah, what? You go back. I love Alabama more now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks for anybody that wants Florida to cover. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> what else we got? Is there any more? I think that's it. Uh, AAC. Yeah, we got the AAC. We got Cincinnati. This could be an interesting game. It could actually be really interesting. Oh, we have the AAC in the Mountain West. Yes. And then, okay. okay I really so want to talk about this AAC game. No, absolutely. So, Cincinnati's undefeated, right? 8 no, uh-huh. ranked ninth. They're playing Tulsa, who's also ranked 23rd, uh, who's 6-1. and one. Spread at Cincinnati, minus 14 and a half. Over under 46. Uh, definitely going to be an interesting game. Who do we got? Rob, who do you got? Um, I like Cincinnati. I like Cincinnati because I feel like this is a, a UCF part two type team where they're undefeated. They're in a lower lower conference, so they're not getting as much love from the from the committee at, at the playoff. So I think they blow out Tulsa. Tulsa's a good team. Clearly, they're ranked 23, 6-1. But I think Cincinnati is that UCF dream story part two. So I think they win. They go, you know what? We're the real national champs. We're undefeated. We killed everybody. So I think they killed Tulsa again, and they try to get their own ring like UCF did. Um, this over-under, I don't – 46. I mean, it seems low. So I'm going to take the under <laughs> because I have no idea. It's just so low that I think they're trying to bite you on the over, so I'm taking the under. So Cincy in the under. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go with the over. Um, 
the AAC this year for me has been good for me with the overs. I'm just going to go with the over. Usually Cincinnati, they they actually might cover that over by themselves. Love They've that. come close to it. Their recent games, that's what I'm looking at right now. I love that. They, they do. They literally put up 50 a game. It's fun. It's actually nuts. So I'm, I'm going to take that over. That might be like my play of the day. I'm not kidding. So give me the over. And Cincy, do they cover by two touchdowns? Yeah, or they do. Cover. You buy a point and then you get them at 14. Yeah. I'm going to take them. I've been taking the points a lot. So you know what? I'll take Cincy minus, minus 14. Yeah, I'll take them. All right. For me, so I pretty much have the same thing as Dev. That over, I think, is an absolute lock. I know Tulsa's got actually a pretty good defense. They played that that one game against Tulane, and I told everyone, hammer that over. And they didn't score a single point in the first half. And it's still almost at the over. And that was, like, in the 60s. I remember that. However, yeah. I think Cincinnati's offense is de- is is – Way more decent than a Tulane team. Their recent games, 36 to 33, 55-17, 38-10, 49-10. All those games add up to over 46, right? Yeah. They, so why they not take the over again? Over 46 is the play today. And I think when it goes over, that means Cincinnati covers. They actually have the, a kind of low shot, but can get into the playoff if Clemson was to lose to Notre Dame. So they're gonna go, they're gonna ball their hearts out. No, yeah, I, I agree with you on that. <clears throat> last uh, last championship game we got. Mountain West. Mountain West championship game. This game's freaking me out. Kind of like, I mean, it's kind of like, a, eh, does anybody care on this Saturday? You know, <laughs> Boise State, they're 5-1. and one. San, San Jose State undefeated 6-0, and oh, ranked 24th. Uh, but Boise State is the favorite by a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And the over-under is 55 and a half. I'll tell you right now, I got no clue who I like in this game. Oh, yeah. Neither do I care. <laughs> that's why. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> that's why you take the favorite and you go with the over. That's all I'm going to say. No, no, no. That's a trap. I'm telling you. That's it. You know why? Boise State not playing on their beautiful blue turf, right? San Jose State, on the other hand, 5-0-1 against the spread, undefeated on the year. And they're also undefeated against the spread. So I think they go perfect for perfect. They're perfect for themselves. They're undefeated for the public. The Five zero and one. Oh, easily give me give me Boise State by a million. Huh? Yeah, I think they cover this. Honestly, I, I think the most you can make out of this game, you throw some money on San Jose State money line at plus two hundred. How about that? How about this? San Jose, go to the beach. Go take a day off. Yeah. Who the fuck is San Jose State? Who the fuck are they? I've actually ne- never seen them before. In- Why is there a 24 next to their name? What the fuck is going on? So I, I'm fucking taking Boise State every day of the week in this game. I don't care if San Jose State trains fucking one. I'm taking Boise State. Bro, <laughs> oh, yeah. Everybody should look at this line and say, oh, my God, number 24 team getting seven points. Give me it. No. Give, give me it. Take Boise State. <laughs> Every single time. Boise State minus seven. I'm staying away from this over-under, but Boise State every single time, bro. San Jose State. Yeah, what are they doing? Boise State's a football school. Yeah. I mean, Boise State. The football school. It's like Blue Mountain State. They literally look like Blue Mountain State. Exactly. Yo, literally. But, yeah, so that covers all the, the- – uh, that, That's all That's all the freaking championship games. There's a, there's a bunch. Um, any games you guys like specifically that's going on? I have one that I fucking absolutely love. 
I have a feeling I know who it is, too. Yes. Wake Forest. No. Uh, Wait, I want to get a guess, too. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Ah, da, 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 da. I'm a man. Friday or Saturday? Saturday. Saturday. Is it a little Minnesota, Wisconsin action? It's not. I'll tell you right now. It is Texas A&M. Oh, okay, yeah. The reason being, listen to this, ready? They're ranked five, one loss. They need to win. So if Clemson loses, Alabama loses, like whatever, however it works out, if somebody loses, they have a case to get in. And yes. they play the 12 o'clock game. And all these other games are later. So they have no idea what their fate is. So they're going to go out and fucking annihilate um, Tennessee. They think that we go out there and we win by a million. We have a chance if somebody loses. So it's not like they're going out there and they say, all right, um, Alabama won and all these teams won. So we, have, we don't have a shot. They have a shot before the other teams play. So they're gonna go out there and fucking annihilate Tennessee. I love Tennessee. Yeah, they might win. they might win by fucking thirty. That's a great point you made out. Good thing you you pointed that out. I yeah. think that's that might be the play of the day. You make a lot of sense with everything you just said. Honestly, I was about to say that too. I was gonna say that would be my play of the day because I have them Absolutely. highlighted and I I skipped over them, bro. You have to. You have that's to. a you gotta say that's your max win. You can't even just win. You need like, to annihilate. Geez, nobody's ever said that to me before. That I made a good point. Thanks. Uh, I'm, I'm glad I made the day. Also, Tennessee stinks. They're really good at basketball this year. They suck at football. Yeah, they're three and five against the spread, bro. Yeah, A&M on the other hand, only four and four, but they're three A&M. and five. But they need this game more than anything. I don't even care about it. anything else this weekend. You guys like? Uh, A&M. I like NFL Sunday well. that we're gonna get to. <clears throat> Not really. No, yeah, I mean, all the other games are kind of you know they're just they're just like playing games. Yeah, man, man, man. A lot of postponed cancel games still. But man, man, yeah, I do like Wake Forest though. I think they kill Florida State. Um, that was just something that pointed out to me. I don't know why. Yeah, I think Army good. smokes Air Force. Wake Forest offense is so good. Yeah. Um, yeah, Army Army Air Force another good game. Um, They're getting two and a half, and I, I I would take Army in that case. Yeah, I'd probably take Army too. Um, those games are always so close. Yeah, but oh, uh, dude, that game is thirty-seven, bro. How crazy is that? I know. They just freaking pound the rock. That's exactly what it is. Uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, there's a ton of basketball going on, but none, no lines are up, boys. So it's, it's tough for us to kind of take a pick. Um, you know, we talk, if you didn't listen to the, two, uh, the Monday podcast, we talked about some of the, the games coming up. You know, we got Gonzaga and Baylor, which is a huge one coming up. So Iowa. Gonzaga, Iowa. Yeah. I mean, that game got postponed, the, yeah. the Baylor-Gonzaga game. <laughs> Wish that would have happened. But uh, all right, that's it for this weekend uh, for college. So hopefully, you know, we crush those games. Going to be some good ones. I'm excited to see what the, the college playoff is going to be. That's going to be interesting. It's always a lot of talks about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to get into a break, and then we got our special guest coming on. Sir. All right, BTB, first episode ever that we have a special guest. We're going to be doing it every Thursday. And the first special guest is a very, very special Special person person. to all of us. He is the man, the myth, the legend, basically Jordan Belfort. No. Edward (laughs) 
Arnold. He also goes by Eddie Three Pointer. Hey, Stocks. I was just gonna say that. Eddie, how we doing today, Eddie? Hey, Stocks. I'm doing great. You doing good? I'm doing great. How's everybody going? Feeling loose? Yeah, I'm ready to go. Ready to go. All right. I love that. (laughs) Eddie, how do you how do you feel being the first special guest on PTB? You know, I feel like I feel like myself when I day trade. Feel iffy at first, but you know, once I day trade, shoot right back into it, and I'm ready to go. I fucking love it. I'm just seeing the profits roll in right now. Eddie, give us a little bit in the after hours, huh? Oh yeah, I'm in the after hours right now. Give us a little bit about your day. What? So what'd you do today? So I wake up every morning around like eight, take a nice crap, get a cup of coffee in me, take a shower, and I check the. Do you crap after the coffee? Because coffee makes me shit all the time. No, I, I got to shit again. And oh, then my I'll God. Take a shower bro, you shit twice before 9 a.m.? Yeah, bro. Yeah, I'll take a shower for the second time well before I get into my trades to kind of cool me off. So then once I'm getting in my trades around 9 o'clock, I'm looking at everything. I'm getting my alerts. I'm setting up my charts. And then once everything's set up, I'm going into my day trading. The stock breaks a certain price. I'm going into it. And then money's to be made. So, so why 9 o'clock? Uh. Pre-market's 9 o'clock. Uh, the market opens at 9.30. Right. Day trading opens up, well, because I trade options. Day trading opens up at 9.30, so I would trade then. Um, whereas if I want to buy particular stocks, I can do it anywhere from like 4 a.m. in the morning, but I'm just not waking up that early to do that. Nor do I want to make a dollar every year and there. I'd rather make, you know, $100, $1,000 every year and there if I get lucky. Damn right. Yep. So I'm going to start off with a question. Very, yeah. very, very basic question. If you, for long-term stocks right now, right? Mm-hmm. What are your What are your top five stocks for long-term stocks right now? Top five off the dome? Or, I'd top, say, or top three, whatever. Oh, yeah. No, I can think top, top five, five for long-term. I'd say CleanSpark, CLSK. Yes, sir. Apple, AAPL, Tesla, TSLA, NEO, NIO, and my big-time winner, MindMed, M-M-E-D. I like that. You never told me that one. My my meds low key, bro. I think that's my med. Let's just say this I put in $500 and I'm up to five grand right now just for putting in $500. Wait, wait, wait. wait. What what is that? What what is that? So, you know, like how people take LSD and they trip trip balls and shit like that. Like you? Yeah, like me. I need that probably. They're using that to treat people with disorders. So I'm thinking, in my so it's head, like a psychedelic type. Yeah, of, it's a psychedelic uh, drug, and but they're using that to treat people with that, um, just with any like social psychoactive disorder. So people are using cocaine to deal with their problems coming out of this pandemic. So they're going to be sent to like these psychiatric wards where they need treatment. So the treatment that they'll be getting is, you know, that microdosing of LSD, and that's what this company is looking to do. So if they do that. This is going to turn my 50 cent investment into roughly around a probably hundred dollar investment. And I have around a thousand shares. So it's about, you know, 50 grand right there. So you'd advise, so you so you'd advise, when did you hop into them? I hopped into them. Um, I was watching YouTube videos and a little advertisement popped up about Shark Tank and Kevin right. O'Leary, this big yeah. guy, big hedge fund yeah, yeah. guy. Yeah, I know who he is. Call yeah. him, they call him Mr. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm like, this guy's a Jew. You know, he's very, very uh, cheap with his stocks. <laughs> and he never buys into anything. So I just decided that it would be great, you know, to kind of follow him. Because for him to buy something and put over $6 million into something, something that is an idea, it means something. 
Mm-hmm. And that at the time was around 30 cents, 40 cents. So then I went in, or I got in, cost average around 50, bought a thousand shares for, you know, 500 bucks. I said, let's just ride. Well, and I've been riding ever since. And well, I think well, around June is when I fully committed to it. June. What's that right now? To add around 350, I think. 350. It, would, it had highs around like four. So you're up 650% of your return. Yeah. And I'm not selling. I mean, I had 1,300 or 1,400 shares at one point, and then I just sold the 400, 300 to keep my profit. So, Wait, so you got into it when it was when it was like a penny stock, basically. I got into it when it was practically nothing. Wow. So, so you are Jordan Belfort. I mean, hey, he I'm, is. No, he literally is. No, I'm not. I mean, I don't do coke, but hey. yeah, we're just, yeah, we're sure. just the natural shit, like shrooms. Just right? the natural shit, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You grow them in your room. Yeah. yeah. Eddie, I, I got a question for you. What's up? So everyone knows about Bitcoin, right? Yeah. And this thing, and today, for example, thing went up almost $2,000. Yeah. At the price it's at now, right? Almost 25 k Do you see it ever hitting 100000 Like, would it be worth for someone to invest 25000 if they want to get one full share of Bitcoin? I could say- Is going to hit hundred. I'd say, see, when I look at investments, I look, there's two things. I look at investments and I look at day trading. Day trading, you want the quick buck right away. Mm-hmm. Investment, you're looking five to 10 years out from now because that's how much time I have left until I actually need the money. So I would say, you know, it's, you have a good opportunity of buying Bitcoin at what it's at right now. And then, you know, look, going into contactless payment, you have apps like PayPal, um, Riot, um, which is one of the stocks I would suggest that you go into, Riot, R-I-O-T. And MARA, those are two stocks that I would definitely go into uh, to kind of join the Bitcoin craze. They focus on the mining of Bitcoin. I don't know what the, what the hell mining entails. I have no fucking clue. But um, I would definitely recommend going into those stocks. And I could say Bitcoin would definitely hit 100K. I mean, it's, it's a universal currency. You know, you look at gold. You know, gold. People are finding and sourcing gold all across the world, and go, the, the price of gold is changing and fluctuating just based on demand. Every single look, second. Yeah, where you look at where you look at Bitcoin, and it's just one simple Bitcoin, and there's an, there's a finite amount of Bitcoin that are in the world. Apparently. Yeah, I saw people are getting paid in Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah and people are getting to paid buy, to mine it. This, so this could be something that I really believe that the entire economy can shift on. Now would all economies shift into using Bitcoin, not all at once, but I could definitely see, you know, a large amount of them. Definitely like com- definitely countries like China, um, and Europe, for example, like a big continent. I don't even know. If you're- <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I feel like yeah. Um, you know, in the in the future, maybe even the near future. Crypto could be like a universal thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Crypto, crypto uh, could be huge, but definitely. I just feel like, I feel like Bitcoin's a little scary to get into now. Very, it's, very it's just too much. And you never know if it could just crash. You never know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's the thing. That's why I kind of stay away from crypto because it's literally not backed by anything. Whereas gold, yeah. there's no support to it. Yeah, there's no support. The only support that you have is support and resistance levels by looking at the buying and selling. And even that can't be trusted because you have no idea what people are going to be doing. If it goes down, they're going to want to sell because they're going to get scared. I, I could be, I could be way wrong. I've heard some information about Bitcoin that apparently one guy started Bitcoin, right? Bro, he had, go ahead. And he had like a passcode for Bitcoin. Yeah. And apparently this guy died. 
Yeah. And he didn't give the passcode to any other human. <laughs> yeah, that guy's the worst. No, no I, I think Bitcoin I know what you're down, talking about. Right? No, I don't know if he died, bro. I think he, like, like just fled. Yeah, like, whatever happened, he nobody was able to access Bitcoin anymore because this I guy read into like, this, yeah. Disappeared. It's a 64-digit code, I think. It's a numbered code, 64 digits. Oh, hey, I don't know. I don't know. And, and obviously, there's trillions upon trillions of different ways that those numbers can be sorted. Yeah, it's oh yeah, it's like sixty-four factorial. I guess is how you'd figure that yeah, out. And, yeah, and it's yo, if you try and look up like who invented Bitcoin, like it just there's it's like unknown. Right, it's yeah. crazy. And that that's what it's probably like El Chapo, bro. Definitely El Chapo. That's what's scary about it. It's about it dipping. Next thing you know, this guy who invented Bitcoin is just gone with everybody's money in the passcodes. It's bro. So like it's, I don't it's, know how it's, you Ten years ago, if you put a hundred dollars into Bitcoin, you'd be sitting around like twenty mil. Oh yeah, twenty nine million something. Twenty nine oh, million dollars. We put a hundred bucks. Yeah. That's why if you, I, I feel like if you're gonna invest now, you gotta be what you gotta be super wealthy because twenty. Yeah, you gotta have money. But you could buy percentage. You gotta have money and you gotta be able. Yeah, to, but you gotta be able to buy it and be like, all right, I'm gonna close this account and never look at it. Maybe five years from now, and maybe I'll be lucky. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, basically. I mean, if you could pull at least 25K out of your pocket, sure. Yeah, that's insane. That's what I wouldn't. I mean, I, me personally, I don't like Bitcoin. I would invest in the companies that were going to use it, but I'm not just going to buy Bitcoin. And sell. I mean, there's, yo, there's tons of other ones too that are trying to, yeah, there's your trying theory to sneak and, up there. Uh, all these other things. Dogecoin, that, that bullshit scam artist. Of, uh, yeah, there's a ton. You see the NBA player that's, that tried to start his own coin, Spencer Dimity? Oh, no, but I that. Yeah. yeah. Spencer Dimity tried to start his own coin and like, they he ended up going through like a whole bunch of trials and they're like, nah, you can't do this. You have to have at least $125 million like like Bro. as as an investment. And what about those guys um that went to they went to uh Harvard and uh Zuckerberg that, that made Facebook? What were the two guys, the twins? Oh shit. Uh they're like famous twins because they got gypped out of the Facebook deal. Yeah. Jeff and Matt Hardy, right? <laughs> I forget their names, but I don't know, yo, they, I don't know you're talking about. They have a uh, trial. They have this this thing called Gemini, I think. Yeah. And it's like it it controls like the uh, instead of like the stock market, it's like the crypto market or something like that. Yeah. And the, oh, oh I, the Finkelberg or something. Finkelberg, yeah. It was like Finkel something. I, I know it's yes. Dave Portnoy was talking to them. Finkelvoss. Like, Winklevoss, yeah, Finkelvoss. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because Dave Portnoy was talking to them and he yes. and and he's yeah. like, all right, he goes, we're going to start the Dave Portnoy coin. I remember that. Yeah, the yeah I mean, yeah. twins or whatever it is. It's definitely yeah. interesting. Now, sp- yeah. speak- speaking of Dave Portnoy, obviously, we are hu- huge Barcel fans. I know, I know Eddie is too. We're all, we're all big Barcel guys. And speaking of Barcel. My hoodie on right now. They are, they're with Penn. And I know I've, I've been talking to you about stocks and all this stuff. I'm trying to get into it. What do you, what do you see for Penn's future as far as where they can go to with the pandemic being over and Barcelona, yeah, Penn's going to be a monster. Um, you know, the things that Dave Portnoy is doing in terms of media and just how he's publicizing himself as a whole well-rounded person, people are going to like tend to that and want to invest into someone who's actually true and like not with the bullshit that politicians are preaching. So I think that Penn in the short term, I'm in a short term position for Penn. Um, I can give you guys another shout out to this for one $105 call um, December 31st. It's an option play. Uh, I just looked at the charts and Penn, I'd say pull out your profit. Get into like get into it now where while it's at like 90. And Penn at some point throughout this week into next week should hit around $97. And that's when the pullback will be. Or it could go and then the next price start will be around 25 within the next three months. 
So, you know, Penn is going to be flying. Yeah. Um, I think that company has so much room to run, and especially with sports betting. You know, you guys give your money to the bookie. People are going to give their money to Penn. You know, especially uh, now uh, with uh, like sports betting now becoming legal and yep. more and more states. Legalizing in more states is going to grow too. Again, more yeah, you know, having a democratic in office, you know, a lot of people don't like it, but it's also going to bring, you know, a lot of new things. It's going to bring um, sports betting, gambling. It's going to bring mar- legalization of marijuana. So there's going to be a whole bunch of opportunities for people to invest in that, you know, a lot of people would be able to make money off of. Penn's definitely one of them. I mean, imagine buying Penn at eight damn dollars. Yeah. I, I sure as hell wish I did a few months ago before getting there. What, I was just talking to one of my friends and get this. We were talking about buying an option, like a $40, $50 option expiring 2022. This is when back in March when Penn was at $8. I'm like, ah, for the shits and gigs, I put $100 into it. I'd have 100 options. Right now, we did. Him, me and my friend did the math. We'd be sitting around $1.3 million. I just called, I was calling the phone and Ryan, Ryan Latinsky was on the phone with him. We have the screenshots and everything to prove it. And I w- literally wouldn't have had to go into school. This, this year if that happened and i was like jesus christ you could retire right there i could have mm-hmm. retired literally 1.2 <laughs> mil bro that's how much it would have been worth right now and i still had about what like four or five months for it to expire it's insane mm-hmm. now, now i saw a video of some dude shoveling snow on twitter and yeah. he had like a piece of paper taped to his it's stomach paper, yeah and he was like shout out thank shout you portnoy he was like thank you so much he was like he helped me out he told me to buy it um, when it was at around, I think eight dollars, and yeah. oh, yeah. forty five hundred shares of it. Yep. So now he's up. Whatever. I mean, just, it was shares. It was it wasn't options. It was just like yeah, shares of it. A thousand. He's up, he's up like, like, like three hundred grand right now. Like, it's, it's insane. Crazy. Yeah, it is insane. I'm happy I got on board with Penn because I I love what they're doing and I love even more like the future for what yeah. what it could be. I, I see bright lights. So yeah, I I had them in equity when they were at like 14, rolled them all the way up to 37. And I was like, you know what? I made enough money. That's it. I love the company. I'm still going to keep supporting them. But at a point in time when investing, you want to take your profits because just like that, you know, they could all be wiped away. Right. So now on top I, of I really that, I, I just want to ask you, we'll talk to you about mm-hmm. people that don't really understand the stock market. And they think that like, I don't like with sports betting because we're a sports betting pod. When you lose a bet, you want to go into the next day or 10 minutes later and say, I need yeah. to throw in another bet to make my money back. Now stocks are a little different as far as when you go up, you need to know when to sell or when to buy and people don't understand mm-hmm. that. So like, what, yeah. what would you, do you have any advice for people that are investing in when they should? Yeah. Buy I'd say when, if you're investing long-term, honestly, the price shouldn't matter. It's just the company that you're investing in. Um, you want to make sure you're investing in something that you believe in. If you don't believe in what you're investing in, then it's, it's BS. You're never going to make any money. Um, but if you believe when you're investing in and you get in at any price that you're comfortable with and you're comfortable with seeing it down, you know, 20, 30% at times, then you're fine because you have five to 10 years to wait. Um, when you date, when you're, you know, investing into a stock for like a short-term game, like two, three months out, I'd be a little weary because you never know what could happen in terms of the news that could shock it. Like look at the pandemic stocks were doing great. Everything was fine. If you bought something for the short-term game, just to make some extra money to pay off your bill you were coming short on rent that month because of what had happened, you know? And, and that's like, that's one thing that a lot of people don't realize is that like, it's great to play the stock market and invest, but if you're long-term on it and you're okay with your money being red, you're fine. Um, same thing can be said for day trading. Um, you know, day trading is something that I just started to get into within like the last year. I've lost a ton of money, lost about a grand, but I've also made over five grand just doing it. So I've covered my losses and I, now I understand it. Um, 
day trading, I'd say, you know, be comfortable with being down 20, 30% at a time, because you could see a swing of from 30% on into hundred percent. And then you're making money within the matter of seconds, but day trading is really risky because you can lose it all in the matter of seconds. Um, but I mean, it, it's just all about risk tolerance. You know, if you have a hundred dollars sitting in your bank account, I wouldn't advise you to invest a hundred dollars of it. I'd say mm-hmm. maybe 15, 20%. So. I like that. Um, um, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Eddie, one question I have for you is everyone knows with Corona going on, like we all just mentioned before, a lot of people talk about these vaccines and these vaccine stocks like Pfizer, for example. However, since these vaccines have been distributed, uh, everyone's seen Pfizer stock gone down. Care to explain why it's gone down? Yeah, so the Pfizer vaccine news was all priced into the stock. You know, you'd see the hopes of all oh, the vaccines coming out, vaccines coming Hi. out. Vaccines come out. So the play, the play, I, I, like I always say, you buy, you buy the news, you sell before the sell before it comes out. Like you buy the hype, sell before the news, because that's a tagline. You know, Pfizer is going to become more and more valuable as the vaccine is reaching its near term to come out. But then as it comes out, they're like, all right, see you later. I don't need this company anymore. Because they're making no more money afterwards. Yeah. Like, what the hell are they going to do? COVID's not going to come back around two because they already made the vaccine for it. Then it wouldn't be, then they would go down if the vaccine didn't work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's like a main example on how the news or, or social media can influence like literally anything. Look at what influence the market. For example, look at Workhorse. All four of us, well, all three of us, you know, were heavily believers on the Workhorse. I still am. You know, and we think that the contract's going to get announced. They ended up pushing it back. This, And then, for a side note, Workhorse is an electric vehicle company. We wanted to get into it. If they were granted by the UPS, USPS, they would have gotten $8 billion. Our $20 stock at the time would be worth around 80 And the contracts that we were in, which were about $100 each, would be worth around 5 k each. So, like I said, you buy before the news, you, you buy before the news comes out. We were sitting around like I'd say maybe six hundred dollars each in profit, and we didn't sell. And then the news came out: ah, we're gonna delay it because UPS sucks. I mean, they're fucking late with everything. And then we lost our money. Yep. So I, I'd always recommend you know the news driven. Sell it as soon as you get as soon as you think you're comfortable with your profits. Right. Um, Eddie, <clears throat> I want to ask you. Well, I, I have one question I want to ask at the end, but I'll ask this one now. Options for people that don't know what they are and what they do. Uh, can you explain what they do and what they don't do? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, stock option is the right to own 100 shares. Um, and in that price, there's like premium and all these other technical things like theta, beta, delta. I, I'm still learning them. I really don't know what they are. Um, right. And that's one thing that I have to learn. That's why I'm really not making money every single time because I'm not understanding, you know, completely everything. But options, they control the price and the validity of the stock. So say you want to own a whole, you want to make a lot of money off of one particular stock, say Tesla, but you don't have, you know, $900,000 to put into Tesla for you to make 25 grand. So you'll buy an option because that's the right to 100, 100 shares. So 100 times 700 is around, what, like 70 grand, I believe. Right. So you would technically be, you know, investing in a 70 grand equity. 
with only around like let's say two grand if that's the price right sort of right okay it's a cheaper alternative to make a lot more money but it's also very risky because as the price fluctuates if you get closer to your option or call like whether it's a put to go down or a call to go up if you get closer to your price you're making more money but if the price of the stock goes down you're going to be losing a lot more money because you know you're not close to it and because you're out of the money yeah, gotcha. the money. The, the keys to be all risk. Place. It really is. Yeah, it's very it's risky. Risk. Very risky. Rob, you look like you got you were gonna say something. No, no, I was gonna tell them before. Um, just about how I like I said before, I'm trying to get into the stock market and understand the options. Like obviously, Eddie, you've been doing a lot longer than I have, <laughs> yeah. sort of talking to you more. I think that the thing that people don't understand is that it is very risky and you have to know what you're doing. Like it's I legalized was, gambling. Exactly. And and I feel like it's riskier than gambling at, oh, yeah. at in some aspects because I was going to do a, an option today. And I remember I was texting you and you were like, yo, yeah, know what you're doing first. Don't go in out of nowhere and look at um, a company and a number and think, oh, yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to get to this number because I know this company. Yeah, I think people mistake that. People that don't know what they're doing. And obviously you helped me with that. And I didn't. Yeah, because reason. the one, the one that you were going to get into, for example, this morning, the mm-hmm. fill, like in an option, you have a buyer and a seller and the seller and buyer can be separated in terms of how much they want to sell it and buy it for. And the one that me and Rob were talking about this morning, the, the separation or the in-between price from the seller and buyer was around 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. So if you were to buy it at the ask price, you'd be losing $50 before you even started. So you'd be already down 50, you got to climb. So that's why looking at stocks is completely risky because it all depends on what people are willing to sell those options for. And that's why you got to look at something that's really tight with the bid and ask. All right. So yeah, I mean, yeah, go ahead, Bob. No, I was just saying it really is interesting. Cause like, um, I, I kind of just got into stocks really. I mean, within like the last six months, maybe a year just kind of getting into it because it is interesting. And I mean, it's great to know because I mean, that's the world we live in. Yeah. Right. So kind of my last question is how did you get into stocks in the first place? So it's not, you know, it looks like kind of your friends or at least none of us were into it. Yeah. How'd you get into it? So I wanted to find a way to make money and I didn't like gambling just because I knew that I would lose it all. Like just like when I went to Atlantic City, right to Atlantic right. City, went with four hundred dollars, <laughs> and I gave the four hundred dollars right to the dealer as soon as I walked in. I should have just done that and and been with on my day. I liked it in stocks because I felt like if I'm buying something that I can do a little bit of research into, I'm not losing all my money because it's not going to go down one hundred percent if I'm investing in Apple because Apple is a solid company, you know. And I also like my dad always told me to put money away and save it. But I'd rather not put my money in a savings account at a bank and give them money to spend of my, my hard-earned money and me get like 2%, less than 2%, 0.2% on my money. So every $1,000, I'm making, what, 2 bucks? Or yeah. $2, it's $2, that's not worth ridiculous. it. Yeah, like, I, that, yeah I, I, that's ridiculous. I'd rather not do that. So I figured out a way, you know, where if I can invest it into, you know, any large company, I'm making like 8% on my money. So why not do that? And then I started to get greedier and greedier and find out more ways that, oh, well, if I buy this before this happens, then I'm going to make more money. And that's how I started to accumulate wealth. And then, you know, me working for all these like top hedge fund people, I'm, and, and especially moving to Southampton, I'm surrounded by money. 
And everybody that is in the cream of the crop of the world, like the top 1% is somehow revolved around finance and equities. And that's how I was like, you know what? Hey, if they're doing it, maybe I could do it too. Right. It just shows like with a little bit of research, yeah, you can go a really long way progressively. Like if you like, you have to let your money work for you. You shouldn't have to work for your money. I mean, you should you shouldn't have to let other people work for your money. You should be able to work for your own money. I like that. Well, I mean, I mean, you said it, and you know what else is is great for us is we have things like you just said. You were watching YouTube videos. Yeah, like, that's great that that social we have media. that now. Yeah, social Ooh, media is a YouTube. great way. I, if I wouldn't know about MindMed if I didn't have social media, Absolutely. I would have no clue. I if I would have no recollection of anything, no penny stocks or nothing. If if I didn't see a little video with Kevin O'Leary saying, "Oh, look at Kevin O'Leary's next stock bet," I'm like, "Oh, let me click on this." Use it to your advantage. Yeah, all of us. Social media, you know, we, we live in that age. Away from it, but you know, for the most part. You got also got to pay attention because they could tell you to buy a piece of shit. You know, that doesn't mean you go buy a piece of shit. Right. Yeah. Fake news. Yeah. Exactly. Most definitely. All right. Um, it looks like we're coming down to the end of the interview. I know Dev has one final question. Who, me? Yeah. You said you have one final question, right? That know. was my final one. How we got yeah. into it. Okay. Yeah. You guys don't have any left? I, th- I think. No, I'm all good. I think we're good. Eduardo. Eddie, do you want to stick around maybe for, because uh, we still have to cover our NFL picks, you know? Um, all right. Eddie, do you have anything you want to shout out? I know you use Discord. And I don't know. If you no, know. I want I want to shout out, you know, Rob, Deej, Dev for allowing me to come on, be the first person to speak. I mean, it's kind of it's my boys, my my brothers for life. And, you know, together we're growing. Yes, sir. Um, they may be growing with their BTB. I'm growing with something I'm starting next week or hopefully next week after with uh, myself and investments, Next Gen Millionaire. So we'll see how that works. Um, and then, you know, obviously – yeah, shout out to the Options Discord again, too, because I want them to be involved in it as well. You know, everybody everybody makes money together. Sorry. You want to drop the Instagram tag? Yeah. Everybody go follow my boy Eddie at Eddie underscore Arnold. Yep. I'm follow any finance or stock questions. Hit him up. Hit him, yep. hit him, hit him up. More than Peace. happy. To boys. Yep. Thanks for, thanks for coming on, Ed. Right, thanks for having me. Thanks, Appreciate Eddie. It. King of stocks right there. Whoa. Jordan, Jordan Belford Jr. <laughs> Stop. All right, brother. And when we come right back, we're going to get into NFL action. Um, two games on Saturday. We got some picks on Sunday and our mortal locks. All right. All right, we're back. BTB, we just had a great interview with Edward Arnold, Eddie Arnold, Eddie Three Pointer. Jordan G-G-G. Belfort, everyone uh, Great interview with him just now, so make sure you, you, you listen to that. I don't know if you skipped ahead. Uh, we talked about some stocks um, and, and his input on, on the stock market and the pandemic going on. Uh, now, let's get into NFL Sunday, yes, or should I say Saturday slash Sunday, because this is that time of the year where there's two games on Saturday, um, which is always fun, even though those games suck. So let's just jump right into those two Saturday games real quick because they both suck. So we can go through them quickly. Um, <clears throat> we have uh, Green Bay and the Panthers, and we also have the Bills and uh, the Broncos. The Bills are playing first. Yep. Four thirty. And games. what's the spread on this one? Six, Six and a half. Bills are given. See, I don't even. I can't even find it. Yeah. yeah. See, minus six Bills. I'm on Fanduel right now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
Yo, speaking, yeah, I think some right. of these spreads aren't even up. Like the Titans. So, speaking speaking of games, I'm so sorry. We're in the middle of the Thursday yeah. night. The, the Raiders are going for a record-breaking field goal. 60, I think 67 yards. No, I'm sorry, 65-yard field goal right now to win the game. That's so John Gruden. Oh my God, this is snap. Oh, he fell on the ground. There's one second left. They have no timeouts. Oh my lord! What happened? It was second down. They fumbled the snap. Overtime. Damn. Overtime? Yeah. Sorry, oh. I didn't say that. Sorry. You know, that's crazy. Um. So I mean, let's just run through it. I got a feeling all three of us have the Bills covering this one. Yes, I do. I'm gonna I'm gonna circle the wagon. I'm also I'm, I'm gonna take the over. That 49 points is way too low for. I like it. The Bills always go over. The Bills offense. The Bills always go over. I would deal I like with that. that. Um. And then the Packers. I got a feeling we're all gonna have the Packers. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Carolina plus eight and a half. I I'm taking the Packers just because I think the Panthers are fucking awful this year. Everybody's hurt; they're not playing good at all. So I'm taking the Packers. I think they just roll at home. In- yeah, I don't know what's going on with me lately, like this whole weekend, but I'm like laying a lot of points. So I'm just gonna take the Packers. Let's yeah. let's try and go with some more favorites here. Yep. So yeah, give give me the Packers. What's the over under on that, Deej? Uh, Fifty one. 51 <clears throat> under. That's what the under. I was say, I like the under too. I don't think the Panthers score at all, to be honest. So, all right. Those two crappy Saturday games, I wish they were a little better, but that's fine. We got college football instead. Oh, yeah. Um, and that Gonzaga Iowa game too on Saturday. Yeah, oh, yeah. We can make a video about that. that. Yeah. Um, anyway, Sunday. Let's get into Sunday. We got some decent games. I mean, we're getting into like the, you know, the fourth quarter of the season, really. Probably these the these the games quarter. really mean a lot to every team. Yeah, absolutely. So, whether it's for a draft pick or a playoff spot. The first game I want to talk about, the Colts. They're playing the Texans. The Colts, they, they're in the playoff hunt. So, so, they pretty much just have to keep winning, right? Who do you guys got in this? You got the Colts? Spreads minus seven and a half. Mm, see, this Rob, is, you want to take it first? Yeah, yeah, I'll go first. This is a tough game. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm never really back to Colts. Like, I don't really like them. I don't know why. I don't know what yeah. it is in me that I just don't know. I don't like the Colts. Yeah, the Texans are so bad this year, which is why I'm just so all over the place. But uh, the Colts need to win because they're tied for first place right now with uh, the Titans and the AFC South. So I'm going to take the Colts against my own will here. Uh, but I'll probably buy it down to six and a half from that seven and a half. So I'll probably take the Colts seven and a half. Deej, what do you think on that? All right. Yeah, uh, it's really this is a really weird matchup. The spread doesn't really help. However, I think the Texans have no offensive weapons. I know we went over this the other, uh, I think on our first podcast let, earlier this week, our first one of the week, about how Deshaun Watson has no help, honestly. He has no line, he's got no receivers, and the Colts have too good of a defense to even help with him on that. That's why I'm going to go with the under 51 on this. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to go with the Texans. Uh, the Colts, I think the Titans deserve that spot. So I think the Colts, they might fall apart here. And I feel like the Texans are that type of team to just give your team a heartbreak here. Yeah, Sean right. Watson's like, you should play spoiler. The said, he's a top five QB in the NFL. I said it on Tuesday, on Monday. Yeah, D-Watt's great. And I know he has no help, but no, yeah. maybe somehow they get the job done or at least cover. So. I don't mind. It feels like a theme with me this weekend, but I'm taking the points. Nothing wrong with that. Hey, dude, sometimes, a lot of times the points are end up winning. Yeah. I feel, <laughs> I feel like you always find yourself struggling with that team that's given the points. Every, no matter what sport it is, 
I feel like you're always finding yourself struggling, being like, holy shit, they're not going to come. That's how, how do you think Vegas stays in, in business? Right. No, exactly. Everyone's got the favorites. Exactly. Um, let's go. Let's go Bears Vikings. Yeah, I actually like that game. That's a big game. Yeah, yeah. Um, both teams kind of like, you know, floating around, I guess. I don't know. Can't lose because if you lose, you're definitely done. So. Yeah, 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 these two teams lose, they're out. Yeah. Well, Rob, who do you got in this game? Uh, Bears are plus three. Uh, they're on the road. And the over on this 47. Yeah. Uh, I like Minnesota here. I just think they have too many weapons. I love Dobbin Cook. I love Adam Thielen. Kirk Cousins was a wedding, wedding band that he always plays with. Uh, I hate the Bears. I don't know why. I just – their defense is great. Their offense is just just so bad. Um, but what, like you guys said, whichever team loses, like they're done. They're both sitting right. on uh, the end of that wild card spot. So they're both six and seven. Uh, Cardinals are right ahead of them. That seven and six. So they both need to win to try to get into that third wild card spot. Uh, I just think the Vikings are the better team here. Uh, so I'm taking the Vikings minus three, but I'll buy down to two and a half. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with you. I'm taking Vikings. Easy. The Bears. Um. Oh wait, hold on. Would you just get a text message or something? No, I'm going Bears. Oh shit. Mm. I'm going Bears. Yeah, I'm gonna go Bears. It's a theme with me this weekend. Give me the points. Did, I like because the points or more reason behind that. No, you know what I was thinking. I was like, oh, Nick Foles, they stink. But I was like, wait a second. Trubisky's in there. I love he's, been, he's been looking decent. And that's the reason I'm going to take Vikings uh, minus three. All right. Hey. Mitch Trubisky is the reason. You know what? That makes me feel better because I hate when all three of us have the same pick. It makes me feel, like, uneasy. Yeah. Like yeah. those Fox News uh, – those Fox guys or the CBS guys. You know what else I like real quick about this game? I actually like the over 47 uh, because I think the Vikings are going to score and the Bears need to score because they need to win. So I think it's going to be a close game. But like I said, the Vikings are going to score, so it's going to go over 47. That's what I think, personally. But. I like that. Mm-hmm. Let's do a lot of shitty games, though. A couple of high spreads. Yeah. Talk about a high spread. How about this Rams-Jets game? Rams-Jets. You guys think the Jets cover the 17 and a half? No. See, the problem with me is I hate the Jets, and I think that the Rams are probably the most well-rounded team in the NFL. But 17 and a half points is so many in the NFL. It's so many. And I'm convinced the Jets are just giving up this year. Like, you don't want to mess up. See, and I totally, I totally do agree. But the problem is the quarterback is the one that pretty much runs the team. You know what I mean? And Sam Arnold is playing for a job. Because if, if he sucks, then he's going to be out of a job next year with the Jets. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I hate to fucking say it, but I, I think I'm going to take the Jets with the points here. 17 and a half. I'm actually going to go Rams just because of the last week. The Seahawks just uh, – the personally, I mean, we all know the Rams are a better team than the Seahawks. Right. And yeah. seeing that score and now seeing 17 and a half, like I think if it was 27 and a half, I think I'd take the Rams still. Like I, I think the Jets are just they're not alive in there. So I love the Rams. They're like – besides the Saints, they're my Super Bowl team, I think. So Don't get me wrong. The Rams win this game. They, actually, oh, yeah. I mean, they have true. to win. They have to win because they're tied with the Seahawks and the top of the division right now. So and the Jets have to yeah. lose also. Exactly. I don't think the Jets cover. That's why. Yeah. Um, let's do let's do two more games, and then we'll get to our mortal locks. 
Probably the game of the day of the week. Mm-hmm. Chief Saints. Yeah. Maybe. Great game. I mean, this is two top five teams, you know, probably the best team in the league, and then a top five team. Yep. Who do we got? The Chiefs are three point favorites, three and a half point favorites. Deej, who do you think? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to ride with the Patty train on this. I mean, no, no breeze. Everyone knows Taysom Hill is limited in his skills at QB, and they, they won't even give Winston a shot. Um, I think Andy Reid has a defensive plan to make up for limiting Kamara and Hill and what they could do running the ball, and Patrick Mahomes delivers in the, in the Superdome. I see the Chiefs winning this game by 10, honestly. Um, mainly because Breeze is out. I want to see this as a Super Bowl matchup, honestly. But uh, I think Breeze makes a difference because the defense can uh, strategize a lot easier. Yeah. Um, I, I'll tell you right now, I think the Chiefs win this game. But I wouldn't put it past us if we see a rematch in the Super Bowl. Yep. Yes. And Drew exactly. Breeze is in there and, and possibly a different you know outcome. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs here. It kind of hurts me to say it. Um, I would love to see the Saints win, but I do think the Chiefs will be more prepared, at least, to win this game. The Chiefs, I'm looking at this, the Chiefs haven't covered a spread in the past five weeks. Literally, bro, literally. I just looked, they haven't covered a spread in the past five weeks. Yeah, it feels like they never do. They have to at some point. I'll tell you the play that I love about this game, and it's not who I think is going to cover the spread, it's the over. Because I feel like there's going to be a lot of money on this game. People are going to see the Chiefs minus three and a half. Whenever you see the Chiefs minus three, any number under pretty much 10, people will love to pay. Like, take it. Yeah. yeah. I think Vegas is going to be all over it again. The Chiefs score. They love the score. Um, so I think it's going to be high scoring for the Chiefs. And then Vegas is somehow going to slither their way in, get the Saints to come back, possibly cover that spread. But like I said, the Chiefs are going to score a lot. So Vegas doesn't have their hands all over it, but it's going over 51 and a half. That's the play that I love. If I had to pick a team, I'm going to say the Chiefs because they haven't covered in forever, and I think they have to eventually. So I'm going to say the Chiefs. I would buy it down to two and a half. I buy buy that full point because I don't want to fucking have a heartbreaker again. Responsibly. Responsibly, yes. Always responsibly. Please, please, responsibly. I'll buy it down to two and a half, but I love the over. All right. Well, that's that's definitely going to be a good game to watch. I'm excited for that one. Oh, let's get to one more, and then our mortal locks here. Not a lot of great night. games today. Yeah. Yo, Browns. <laughs> They're going to MetLife Stadium. Yeah. Right? They're going to New Jersey. What is it, Rutherford? East Rutherford? East Rutherford. East Rutherford, New Jersey. They're going there. Bright lights. Late night game. The Browns are minus six. Playing the New York G-Men. Must win for both teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys are both Giants fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, NFC beast. Yeah, what is gonna happen in this game? From from an honest from an honest right. Yeah, yeah. So, you want my honest standpoint? An honest standpoint. All right, I'm gonna give you my honest yeah. standpoint. No, you're not. And I'm not gonna give you my <laughs> bias standpoint. Okay. okay. I'm not gonna say take Giants money line plus two fifteen. The reason why I'm not saying that. It's not because Daniel Jones is out. Because I like the offense with Colt McCoy. I think it's a lot more uh, diverse. I think we can run the ball more effectively. And I think Colt McCoy can get it done passing. But Jason Garrett has COVID. He's not calling the plays this weekend. Our offense coordinator is out. Whoa. On the defensive end, we don't have our best cornerback, uh, Bradbury. 
he's also on the COVID or res- injury reserve list for this week. So the Browns just route them. They just kill No, them. that's not true. Back-to-back weeks on primetime for the Browns. A lot of pressure for them. They had a really bad loss last week. That's why I'm going to go Giants plus seven by a full point, get them at plus seven. I think it's a back-and-forth game. It's going to hurt me to say that the Giants probably lose this, but it's going to be close, Colt McCoy in the game. But if they were to win it, that takes over sole possession of first place in NFC East because there's no way Washington wins this week, I feel like. I think they have a better chance, though, no? Against Seattle? Uh, yo, a hungry Browns team or after a devastating lo- division loss? Yeah. I understand it. All right. Definitely, it's going to be – what's the spread on that on that Seahawks game? Like six? Five? Six also. Fair. It's going to be a good one. Yeah. Dad, did you go, you, did you go already? Mm-hmm. Um, you want to go first or me? You go. You go. You go. All right. Here's my problem that I have right now. Yes. Is, is Daniel Jones playing? Do we know yet? No, he's not playing. He's not? So. he's not? See, that's actually, that's actually, I believe, good for the Giants because I think – exactly. That Daniel Jones, he looked like awful last week. He fumbled three times. Uh, he couldn't run, like I said on Tuesday. It was is half his game is running. Um, like Deed just said, Jason Garrett has COVID. He's not calling the plays. Freddie Kitchens is calling the plays, the tight end coach. And do you know who that is, though? He was, the, he was the head coach of the Browns last year. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Which is crazy. Right. And that's why I'm in such a dilemma right now because the Browns, I'm looking at I'm looking at the wild card. The Browns need to win. We said the Colts are covering, right? They're tied with the Colts right now on the wild card. The Steelers already won their division. The Dolphins are one game back. The Ravens are one game back. The Browns need to win, right? But Did the Steelers I, clinch the division yet? Yeah, they did. They did. They're oh, 11. because they have the tiebreaker with the Browns. Right. They're, they're, they're 11-2 and two right now, so even though there's the last two, they have a tiebreaker, so they already clinched. Um, but the Browns need to win. So – and the problem that I had was looking at Freddie Kitchens, the old head coach of the Browns. I feel like he knows the Browns. But I love my Giants, but I have to take the Browns minus six here because they have to win. It's just a logical play. It's just the right play. It's I the hate, right I, play. I know when I hate saying it, but I, I think they I think they won by a touchdown. Every, that's why the, the, the popular vote is going to be on the Browns, I feel like. Right. And I would take the Browns minus six, but I would also advise – Giants buying a point and a half though to get it to seven and a half or a point if you want to push that seven. Yeah, it's exactly what I said. So, yeah, I just looked. Browns seventy one percent people are on the Browns. Yeah, that's definitely majority. It's uh, <laughs> in that game too, so you never know. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of games game. they get you, but I'm not gonna think too much of it. Hungry dog runs faster. Mm-hmm. The Browns are hungrier than ever. That's a devastating loss they just had yeah. not too long ago. Give me the Browns. This is the first time they're seeing playoffs, too, in a while. Yeah. They're going to be some scary dogs uh, Sunday night. So, give me the Browns. I think they win by 10. There. I'm just going to say I would not be surprised if the Browns blow it in Browns fashion like they always have. I, You know what? Exactly. They're a different <laughs> team, bro. They're a different team. Okay. They're, still the the Bills, Bills they're not in a new city or anything. They're still the Browns to me, though. But I'm, I'm still yeah. taking the Browns. The two plays, Browns minus six or Giants plus seven and a half. You're going to buy that point. So, oh. All right. Hey, fair. Should be a good game. Uh, yo, let's just get right into our mortal locks. I'm with let's it. it. Let's just get right into it. You guys got your mortal rocks, right? Mortal locks. Oh, yeah. Mortal rocks, baby. Mortal rocks. Rocks. 
They are locks. They're solid. Yo, Rob, sound that alarm for me. All right. Let's get right into it. Who wants to start us off with the mortal lock of the year? Who wants it? I'll go. My moral lock of the year is the Miami Dolphins. Let me tell you why. Tell me. Dolphins actually just played a great game against the best team in the NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs. All right. Mm -hmm. Tua Tagovailoa looks fucking great. Say that again. Tua Gay Tagovailoa. Look. There you go. You said it right this time. There you go. There you go. He, look, he looks good. He looks very good. The he almost looks handsome. He's a very good-looking guy. Yeah. I mean, Whoa, you look like all the lines are good with that very oily, tan skin. I just saw there's like 6% Hawaiian QBs, like make it pro or something. It's crazy. But, yeah, I so I think the Patriots are done. You know, obviously, Patriots, Bill Belichick. You see that minus two and you think Patriots, oh, my God, plus two, take it. Cam Newton is so bad, though. He is so bad. It's actually embarrassing. But like I said before about the Browns, the Dolphins need to win. They need to win. I think the Bills have the AFC East under wraps. Like I think they already won it pretty much. They didn't, they're not clinched, but I think that they have it under wraps. Um, the Dolphins are playing for the wild card spot. They need to win. Right now that they're in the seventh spot out of eight. <clears throat> Sorry, seven out of seven. So they're in that last spot. They need to win. I think they, I think they beat the Patriots by 10 at least. So give me that minus two easily, easily with the Gabe Boy quarterback. Give it to him. I'll jump right into it. My mortal lock of the week. No, of the month. Nope. No. Of the year. No, no, no. Century? Your life? My mortal lock of the century <laughs> of all time since the Greek Romans and all those guys out there like Aristotle since them. Give me the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus five and a half. I love that. That's it. Don't think, just throw. You will be rich. And that's all I'm going to say. Love that. That's all you're saying. That's all I'm saying. By the way, the Raiders right. keep the field goal with three minutes of the overtime. Yep. I just want to ask that. Cardinals are getting the ball right now. They're getting the ball with three minutes of Yeah. So I'll, I'll finish it off. My mortal lock of the week. I mentioned it before. There's no way the Washington football team, the Washington football fucks, win this game this week. They've been on way too hot of a streak. They are not that good of a team. I'm just going to say it flat out. They're not. And they're going up against a real-ass team in the Seattle Seahawks. Spread is what? Six? Taking a minus six. I'm not buying anything. The reason for Russell Wilson needs to get hot going into the playoffs. They haven't been the hottest team on the offensive side of the ball. But if you guys saw in the media today, DK Metcalf was getting compared. Everyone's at calling him the next Calvin Johnson. And his response intrigued me to take these guys this week. He said, I don't want to be like anyone else. It is like a grain of salt against my skin because I'm flattered by it. However, I'm going to pave my own path in this league. Wow. And that was I love that. Wow. inspiring by DK Metcalf, bro. So I think DK Metcalf, goes berserk on this sorry-ass Washington defense. And that's it. I'm saying that DK Metcalf first touchdown of the game as well. 
probably going to be plus 700 or more for a receiver. I love that. I I'm freaking very, love it. I'm very happy that you said that he responded that way because my, my response to you saying that was going to be, it's going to get to his head and he's going to suck. Oh, yeah. He, he, said he, he said he wants to be his own guy. He doesn't want to be compared to Calvin, who I actually think he plays a lot like Calvin. If yeah, you're looking, he does. If you're looking at a lock and the number one receiver on that team is saying that, then you're taking that every day of the week. That's also kind of obnoxious, too. Someone giving you a compliment like that, and you're like, no, I'm my own person. Like, come on, yeah, bro. No, well, what about the fact that he said he's flattered by it, but he wants to take it as a grain of salt because he wants to be his own person. He, do he doesn't want to be like anyone else. You know, I like D I like. That's like someone yeah, saying no LeBron is uh, Jordan. There's no denying he's a fucking physical specimen. That guy is just a specimen. Well, uh, that concludes this this episode of the podcast. I'm going to say one more thing. We're going to do something a little different. And the boys, I haven't even told them yet. We have no idea, actually. I actually have no fucking clue what you're talking about. Get ready for Sunday because we're going to put out a little extra pick. It's going to be the BTV boys special parlay. It's going to be our three mortal locks. We're going to put all three of them together. We got the Dolphins. What's the spread on that? Two. Minus two is the Pats. We got the Dolphins, two and a half. We I like got, it. We got the Buccaneers, five and a half. Love it. And then we got the Seahawks, five and a half? Yes. Mm -hmm. You put all three together, you're going to have a nice payout. It's going to be a BTB special. It's going to be out on Sunday. I love it. You guys like the idea? I love I it. Will, I actually love it so much. I want to see I what this that. would collect. I want to yes. see what it would collect for the for the fans. Tell us what it would collect. I mean, come on, Brady on one o'clock. That's I'm easy getting, money. Easy money, let's... bro. No more narcolepsy. Brady's oh. never lost on one p.m. He goes to bed yes. early. He's ready to go. All right, I'm going to tell you what this parlay is for a hundred dollars to risk, boys. It is plus five sixty eight. One hundred dollars wins you five hundred sixty eight dollars hey, on lock that in. three mortal locks. The BTB boys go three and zero. Oh, you win five hundred sixty eight dollars. You're crazy. You're half, you don't a, think you're half a band richer. That's going That's, straight in the account. You know what they call that, boys? Free fucking money. Free fucking money, baby. Hey, it's that That's easy. As long as you listen to BTB, boys. All right. Thanks for listening to this podcast. And I know it was a little long. We had a special guest, Eddie, come out for us, talk about some stocks, our picks for this weekend. Big weekend ahead. College, NFL, everything. I'm excited. Two episodes a week. Don't forget that. Starting now. Um, boys, you want to say anything else? No, I Let's make fucking get that money, boys. Uh, this Chargers game is about to end. The Chargers now on the one yard line for the Raiders. Yeah, yes they are. Wow. But yeah, no, I mean, I think having a guest is great. It was a great first episode for a special guest. We look forward to every Thursday having new special guests and talk about different things. So yeah, we're very excited. We're progressing every single week. Uh, we hope you guys listen and enjoy it. Follow our picks if you want. If not, fade us. But yay. We're getting excited, boys. Read we'll that book. Hey, tell everybody about us. Spread the word. Spread the wealth. Spread the word. Let's go. Beat that book. Beat the book, boys. Let's get it. Now I have the time of my life. No, I never felt like this before. Yes, I swear it's a truth. And I owe it all. Close up in the time of my life, and I owe it all to you. I've been waiting for so long, now I find a
reach of his hand Cause we seem to understand the urge of 